Hey y'all, welcome back to day two of Mobile Home Week. I am Kiani, the responsible homegirl. Today we're about to get it on and popping, on and popping. So welcome back to day two of Mobile Home Week. Today we are talking about closing your first deal. So if you are on this live right now, go grab your homegirls, your homeboys, get your pen, your pad, because we're talking about all the good stuff, okay? Welcome. If you're just getting on the live, it is day two of Mobile Home Week. Today, we are talking about closing your very first deal. So I'm telling you right now, you're going to want to go get a notebook, a pen, because the gems are just going to be galore. They're going to be galore. How are y'all doing? Thank you for joining the live. Invite a friend. While we are waiting for a few more people to come on, I want to talk about this post that I put up earlier, basically about being in control of your financial increase. Most of us, we look at our financial situation. I have actually been there before, not even too long ago. And we sit there and we're like, dang, I really need some more money. How am I going to get some more money? And we just sit around kind of waiting for our situations to change. When in fact, we need to get in front of the situation. We actually have more power than we believe. So if you're listening to this and you work a nine to five, if you are listening to this and you work a nine to five, do not just sit around waiting for the promotion. No, you need to start documenting. How are you consistently killing it at your role or in your role? And what value do you add to this company? And you need to communicate that. If you have a brand that you are building from the ground up, you need to articulate why does your brand exist? Because I know it doesn't just exist for no reason. What is your why? What value are you adding to people? How are you helping other people? So when I say do those two different things, money comes in exchange for value. So don't just sit around not doing nothing. Know your financial situation is not going to change overnight. But guess what? It will change if you actually put into some work. So this kind of leads into why I created Saturday School and why Saturday School is so important. So two years ago, I started this journey and I realized like, oh shoot, wholesaling mobile homes actually works. And I call it my side hustle from, side, from time to time. But in reality, it's not a side hustle. Saturday School, not really Saturday School, but wholesaling mobile homes is how I fund the responsible home girl. I do not work a nine to five. I do not work a nine to five. It has come you know, as a way of sacrifices that I've made by moving back home to live with my mama where I don't have as many bills as I used to have. I have two bills, y'all. Just two. It has come from me not shopping and doing all of these different things that I used to do before I was financially responsible. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those things, but it's a time and it's a place for everything. It's a season for everything. And right now is my sacrifice season. So I just want to encourage you as you are watching this live and you may be watching the replay on the Responsible Homegirl podcast. I want you to think about your financial situation and what will you do to change it? And wholesaling mobile homes is just one avenue for a side hustle. It's just one avenue to supplement your income. Yesterday, we talked about the essentials, the process, what you need to be successful. And I just want to do a quick recap for those of you who may be watching right now or listening who did not catch mobile home week day one. So we talked about the five things needed to successfully wholesale mobile homes. So number one was mindset. Mindset, mindset, mindset. Number two 
was sellers and buyers. You need to have sellers and buyers to close the deal. Point blank period. Number three, you need negotiating skills. Negotiating skills. Don't be so thirsty. Do not be so thirsty to just close a deal. If you learn how to negotiate, you will increase your margins. Number four, you need patience. Patience, patience, patience. And I'm missing one. Let me see if I can find my notes from yesterday. Because I'm definitely missing one. If you was on the live yesterday, help me out. What one am I missing? I know we said, I have notes everywhere, y'all, literally. But I know we talked about mindset, sellers and buyers, negotiating, patience. It was one more that's not coming to me. That you needed to... um Oh, build relationships. Build relationships and know how to deal with people. That's dang, one of the most important ones. So mindset, be able to deal with people and build relationships. Number three, buyers and sellers. Number four, know how to negotiate some negotiating skills. And number five, patience, patience, and even more patience. So that was yesterday. If you missed it, go rewatch it. Um, Watch the replay. Go listen to it. It's on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So today for day two of Mobile Home Week, we are getting into the process. What it takes to close your very first deal. And for this segment, I have six things that you need. So starting off with number one, you must receive an inquiry from a seller. So when I say that, all of that means is you need somebody who wants to sell a mobile home. You can't wholesale anything if you don't have anything to sell. So that's the first thing. You need somebody who wants to sell their mobile home. So now I know you're probably wondering, well, Kiani, how do I find somebody who wants to sell their mobile home? So there are plenty of ways that you build up your inventory. Like I told y'all yesterday, as long as you have inventory, you will always make money. It's a no-brainer about it. One way that I have built up my inventory is through bandit signs. This was the very first thing that I did when I started my mobile home wholesaling journey. So I ordered about 50 bandit signs and they were probably about 200 and something dollars. And then once I got those bandit signs, me and my family, we went out across town putting them out. So when people see these bandit signs, if somebody is driving or they're at a stop sign or anything and they have a mobile home that they want to sell, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to pick up the phone and call you. So you have to get very creative about how you are going to build your inventory. How are you going to get sellers to contact you to sell their mobile home instead of one, selling the mobile home themselves or two, getting somebody else to sell their mobile home. So at Saturday School, we talk extensively about building up that seller's list how to get inventory and how to do it in a creative way because there are multiple ways that you can do it. So um, like I also told y'all yesterday is mobile homes, you use social media a little bit because like the Facebook marketplace is my very best friend. But majority of the things that you're going to be doing is out in the field. So one day you may just decide like, okay, Tuesdays are going to be my mobile home days no matter what. I'm strictly focusing on mobile homes this day. So you may get in your car and drive around for dollars, go look and find different places, um, like different mobile home parks that somebody may be wanting to sell their mobile home. So how would you know that from being in the car? They may have a for sale sign out in the yard. They may have a for sale sign, like maybe in the window of their mobile home. So there are so many different creative strategies um, to build up that seller's list. Basically, people who want to sell their mobile homes and to build up your inventory. That is super important because as long as you have inventory, you will make money. 
Okay, so that's number one. The second step to the process, once you actually get somebody to call you and say, hey, Key, I want to sell my mobile home. The next thing that you have to do is vet the mobile home. So number two is vet the mobile home. I explained to y'all yesterday that every mobile home, just because it's a mobile home for sale, it doesn't necessarily mean that it deserves your time, your energy and effort. Because the way that you are going to show up for your seller and your buyer, you're going to show up and it's going to take a whole lot of your time. It's going to take excellence. So before you even commit to showing up for a seller and commit to showing, I mean, and commit to finding a property for a buyer, you want to make sure that this home is valuable. So at Saturday School, we talk about how to vet the mobile home, how to actually go through and say, okay, does this check my box? Does this not check my box? Am I willing to bend on this? Am I willing to bend on that? Yesterday, I gave y'all the example of the title. So I went through this whole situation pouring so much time, energy, and effort into trying to sell this mobile home just to find out that the owner owner did not even have the title. And the title, the mobile home that it belonged to, the person had died. The person passed away. So the title, that is just one example of, you know, is this a good mobile home? That's a part of the process of vetting the mobile home. There are a series of questions that you ask. Like, do you have the title to your mobile home? Are the taxes paid up on this mobile home? Are there any major repairs needed to this mobile home? What do you consider major repairs? Okay, well, let me come out and look for um, these or look at, you know, your problems myself with my own eyes. So th- those are just like three examples of how to actually vet the mobile home. But just like your... Let's just say you're going to buy your first house. You're going to ask questions. You're going to get home inspections. With mobile homes, it's a little different because you're not really required to get required to get like a mobile home inspection. Most of the time, people don't even really want mobile home inspections like that because they have a handyman who are going to fix things up themselves. The sellers, most of the time, they just want to get rid of something. And buyers, they just really want to buy something at an affordable price. But as the wholesaler, it is your responsibility to vet the home well, to ask proper questions, just to make sure that it's worth your time and it's worth your buyer's time, right? So now that leads into number three. After you have, you know, got somebody to pick up the phone, call you and say they want to sell their mobile home, you have vetted the mobile home, it is time to actually agree on a price. Agree on a price and get your sellers to sign a contract. So when you agree on the price, you are kind of negotiating with your seller on what they want to sell their mobile home for. So a lot of people, a lot of sellers, I would say, they don't necessarily know what they want to sell their mobile home for because although mobile homes are homes, they are treated as vehicles. So they are not really assets, or I would say they're depreciating assets because they own them, but they lose value over time. So kind of the opposite with a single family or a multifamily home, how they appreciate in value over time and you can um, get equity. So like if you buy a house for, let's just say $200,000, maybe in two years, that house may be worth $300,000. But with a mobile home, you may buy a mobile home, let's just say for $50,000. Over time, the value of that mobile home is going to decrease. So in four years, it may be worth $20,000 because like I said, mobile homes are looked at as vehicles. They're looked at as cars, not necessarily a home. So you are kind of, you know, talking with your seller about what they want to sell their mobile home for. What are they asking for this mobile home? Now, 
Here comes back to your duty as a wholesaler. It is your responsibility to know the market, to do your research ahead of time, to figure out what's the going rates right now. Now, anybody, you know, they could just put a price on their mobile home like $20,000 or $30,000 or $40,000. And now you're not getting no traction. Nobody is wanting to buy in. Nobody is buying that because you have been marketed for way too high. So that's why it's super important to do your research on the Facebook marketplace, Craigslist, just around your market so you know exactly what is a good ball range, a good ballpark for what you need to sell and market this mobile home for. So with that information, now you go in talking to your seller. They give you an asking price. You know, y'all have conversations. You negotiate on that. And then y'all set yourselves on a price. And then you ask your seller to sign a contract. Now, on the contract, all they are agreeing to is allowing you to solely market and promote this mobile home by yourself. You are telling them, this is the value that I'm adding to this equation and I am doing X, Y, Z. And all of this stuff is written up in the contract that you will have access to when you come into Saturday school. But at the same time, this is super important because while you are putting in all of this work to sell this mobile home, you don't want your sellers on the side trying to sell their mobile home too. And then you get cut out of the deal. No. So a contract in place, writing in place, and you actually explaining what it is that you do and the value that you add, that's all they're signing in black and white. It's, hey, Mr. or Mr. Mrs. or Mr. Seller, I am adding this value. This is what I'm doing. And you are giving me 30 days to solely market and promote this mobile home myself. In 30 days, if I don't have this mobile home sold, you know, we just spent 30 days getting to know each other. In 30 days, if I do have this mobile home sold, you know, you have the mobile home off of your hands, you have your cash in hand, and I have the portion of my deal. That's it. So now, once you do that, the fourth thing, so you already got a seller, you done vetted the mobile home, you done got them to agree on a selling price, you done got them to understand what you do and how you add value to them. Now, this is where the real work comes in at. It is time to market this mobile home market 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 so like i told y'all yesterday you need sellers and buyers that is an essential piece of the mobile home process sellers and buyers so you got your seller side now it's time for you to market the mobile home to buyers people who are actively in the field looking for mobile homes okay so i also teach in saturday school how do you build up your buyers list how do you find people who are actually looking for mobile homes so there are many ways that you can do this. You can do it on the Facebook marketplace, word of mouth, social media, being out in the field, building relationships with people, JVing, meaning like you partner with different people and see if they have buyers who are looking for um, mobile homes. So there are so many different ways. But like I said, in Saturday school, we give a strategic blueprint, a strategic step on how to not just build up your sellers and build up your inventory, but also build your buyers. Because as long as you have inventory, you will make money. But you have to have people to sell the mobile home to, period. The buyers are an essential piece to the process because the buyers and their coin, their cash, get the deal closed, Okay. So market, 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 market to your buyers. Number five, 
after you market, 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 it is time to show the mobile home. People want to see the mobile home in person. People want to actually get a walkthrough, get a feel for this mobile home themselves. And y'all, this is probably a piece of the process that I strongly dislike because just kind of like going back and forth in the DMs with scheduling or even picking up the phone. Like I told y'all yesterday, like you have to have patience to deal with people and your process because you may post a mobile home and now you have like 200 messages in your inbox from the Facebook marketplace. And now you have to sift through who's serious and who's not serious. You have to sift through who has the money and who doesn't have the money. Because honestly, in my business, we only do cash deals. Some people, they do financing, but I'm just not, I'm not in that business of financing yet. Maybe one day I will, but right now I have a clear goal. And in order for me to reach that goal, I need cash deals. I need people who have cash in hand. And guess what? There are people out there with the cash in hand ready to close their mobile home deal, right? So like I said, going back to point number five, you have to show the home. So you got to coordinate schedules. You got to figure out when's the best day, when's the best time. One thing that has really worked out for me in the past is actually, and I'm about to give y'all some real good games. So note this down. One thing that has really helped me out is actually setting up two or three days when I'm going to be there at a specific time. And instead of my people hitting me up and saying, oh, I'm available at Friday at 9 a.m. No, I run my business. I'm not letting my business run me. So I'm telling these people, I am at this mobile home between Friday, on Friday and on Saturday, between 10 and 2 o'clock. Can you make it between those times? And then as you're talking to people, you are basically creating a sense of urgency. So saying like, you know, this mobile home will sell quickly, which is not a lie, it's very true. Once you get a mobile home, y'all, it can close in a week, two weeks, three weeks. It really just depends on pricing, structure, just the whole like picture. But mobile homes, they don't last very long on the market. So you want to create that sense of urgency and get people to come see the home as quickly as possible. Okay? As quickly as possible. That was some free game that really only my Saturday school um, students should have got. But I'm going to give it to y'all. I'm going to give it to y'all because I promise you, once you start your wholesaling journey and you actually apply that, you won't be running around like how I was in the beginning, like kind of just all over the place. No structure, no organization, going back to yesterday, being thirsty, being thirsty to close a deal instead of having systems and processes in place to succeed and to do it with ease. And I'm not saying that it's easy, but you can help yourself close a deal easier if you have things set up in place for you to win. So now, last but not least, number six, to close your very first deal, you need to know how to negotiate and close the deal. Simple as that. So once you have marketed the mobile home, we're going back to point number four. Once you have showed the home, you may show it to a couple of people and people may decide right there on the spot that, yes, I want this mobile home. How do you secure it? How do you get people to stick to their word? So this is something that I had to learn the very hard way. You get people to put down an earnest deposit, specifically a non-refundable earnest deposit. I want you to put your money where your mouth is. If you are going to make me stop all of my marketing, take down all of my posts, stop communicating with all of my potential buyers, I need you to put some non-refundable money down for me to see that you are serious 
and then you can go get the rest of your coin and bring it back to me and I'll provide you the title, everything that you need to get the deal done. Okay? So that is a very important step to negotiate and close the deal. Number six. So when you are interacting with these different buyers and somebody comes and they say that they're serious and they put down the earnest deposit, before we even get to the earnest deposit, I'm pretty sure there's going to be an exchange between numbers because you may have a home marketed for, let's just say, $20,000. Every single buyer is going to negotiate. You negotiate. Their favorite line is, is that the best you can do or is that the lowest you're going to take? Like, I want y'all to be aware of the language. So when they say, what's the lowest that you can take? I'm not answering that question. No, you're not about to tell me or ask me what's the lowest I can take. No, what's your budget? What were you hoping to spend? I want a number from them first. So if they say I was hoping to spend 18,000, then if my client and, you know, my client's asking price and my margin what my fee is is not included in that 18,000, I need a little bit more, then I'm going to counter. If the 18,000 is way more than what my seller wanted and my price, whoop de doo, we just won for real for real. But when you are negotiating, it's almost like a dance. So be aware of the language that they're going to come to you at. Already have your number in the back of your mind and just be willing to work with people. That is the whole purpose of you marketing the mobile home at a higher rate because you are already going in with the intention that they are going to negotiate you down. So just have knowledge of that. Be aware of that. I wish I had all of the strategies, the language, all of that stuff in the beginning of my process, but it's okay because now I know. And sometimes you may have to take an L. Sometimes you may not um, be able to get every single dime that you want from that mobile home deal. It really just depends on the situation. And I have stories for days. I have case studies for days that I talk about exclusively at Saturday school because I want to show people the blueprint, how to make this thing practical, because we can talk about this all day and night. But when you actually get in the field and it's happening for real, oh, baby, it can be a whole different story. But by me sharing my story and giving y'all a game, y'all can kind of go into the situation knowing what to expect and keeping these things in the back of your head. So just to do a quick recap of closing your first deal, six steps that you need to close your first deal. Number one, receive an inquiry from a seller. So, hey, Kiani, I want to sell my mobile home. Number one. Number two, you need to vet the mobile home. Just because the mobile home is for sale, that doesn't mean that it deserves your time, energy, or effort. So you need to know how to vet the mobile home. Number three, you need to agree on a price and get the seller to sign a contract. Agree on the price, get the seller to sign a contract. Y'all are business partners. Y'all are now working together to help them sell their mobile home. Number four, you need to market, market, market. Your job as a wholesaler is to be the middleman and to be a marketer. You got to get that down pat, okay? Number five, you need to show the home. You have to show the home to potential buyers, get people interested, allow them to see it with their eyes, touch it, feel it. It's a tangible product. So like I told y'all earlier, it's one of the pieces of the pie that is not really my favorite because it takes so much time but you can be strategic about running your business so your business isn't running you so number five show the home 
Number six, negotiate and close the deal. Six simple steps. Six simple steps to closing your very first mobile home deal. Okay? Six simple steps. So I hope y'all wrote those down. Now I'm going to leave about five minutes for Q&A. Does anybody have any questions about wholesaling mobile homes or about Saturday school? Any questions? And while y'all are kind of thinking about your questions, I'm just going to plug Saturday school. Saturday school is June 4th. And I created Saturday School as a way for young adults who are interested in starting their mobile home investing journey to learn by wholesaling first. So with mobile home investing, there are so many different avenues that you can take. However, I believe when you're just getting into the game, the best place to start is wholesaling because you allow yourself the time to get to know the industry. It doesn't take a whole lot of capital to get started. And you get to build relationships, which is fundamental for this business. It's not social media. It's not how much followers you have. It's not how you look. It's not any of this fabricated stuff. It's really about the relationships that you build. So if you are interested in investing in real estate, specifically the mobile home market, I strongly suggest learning how to wholesale first. And not only that, wholesaling comes with its benefits. It's a great way to supplement your income, to start a side hustle. Like I was telling y'all yesterday, just imagine having an extra $4,000, an extra extra $5,000 a month. And I'm just talking about off of one deal. One deal. Now, if you get real bad and you start, you know, closing multiple deals a month, oh baby, we're not going to be able to tell you nothing because you'll be making more money in a month helping so many people than you probably make at your nine to five. Okay. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy because it's not going to be easy. I want to reiterate time and time again, that it took me six months to close my very first deal. But when we had Saturday school on March 19th, the very first cohort, one of my students, she closed her very first deal in less than two weeks, less than two weeks. After taking Saturday school. So let's talk about results. Let's talk about making it happen. So with mentorship, with community, with all of that good stuff, honestly, nothing is, you know, impossible. In addition to the live workshop that you're going to get on June 4th, starting at 12 p.m., you're going to get three months of free access to our Facebook community called Homegirls Who Wholesale. Homeboys, you're invited too, but I just, you know, made it a play on the responsible homegirl name. So the name of the group is Homegirls Who Wholesale. And inside of that group, I go live, I give different gems, we talk about case studies, we have check-ins every month so people can ask questions, people can get us up to speed on what they have going on in their mobile home business. It's a real community. And the reason why community is so important is because, y'all, when you start this, you're going to realize this is not easy. And everything that you think is going to work out will not work out. And you need a team of people who are going to push you, who are going to motivate you, and who are going to, like, you know, teach you and be able to share some game with you because everybody has different processes. Like me, for an example, every single mobile home that I've ever dealt with was on private land. Now, my student that I've talked to y'all about that she closed a mobile home in less than two weeks, her mobile home deals have came from mobile home parks. 
And those are two totally different avenues. And the process is the same, but inside of the process are some different things because they're dealing with, she's dealing with different people. She's dealing with um, mobile home park managers, their employees, the owners. Me, on the other hand, I'm only really dealing with one person, the person that owns the mobile home and maybe a family member or something. So same process, but a little bit of different steps. And in Homegirls Who Wholesale, we kind of expose everybody to everything and we get to learn from peer to peer. In that group, I promise you, I am not the only teacher. I'm not the person like, oh, I know everything, blah, blah, blah. No, I am the leader. I don't know why I did that in quotes, but yes, I did that in quotes because really everybody um, in the group are leaders. But I just say that to say like, I'm really there learning from them, growing for them just as much as they are learning and growing from me. So yeah, if you are interested, make sure you go to homegirlswholesale.com and register for Saturday School. If you are listening to me right now on IG Live, after you get off the live, click the link in my bio and you will see at the top it says Saturday School 2.0 because it's our second cohort and we're going all the way up. All the way up, period. So before we end this IG Live, before we end day two of Mobile Home Week, does anybody have any questions about wholesaling mobile homes or Saturday school? I am ready to answer your questions. Any questions? Any questions? Yesterday, y'all came with the questions. But if you don't have any questions, it's okay. Once you, um, you know, rewatch or have some time to think about it, if you're listening to the podcast and you wasn't able to catch it live, that is also okay. I am DM friendly. You can just DM me on IG, ask me your question about wholesaling mobile homes or Saturday school, and I will definitely answer your question. So it looks like we do not have any questions and we're right on time. I did not want to make day two very long. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me. Thank you so much for tuning in to day two of Mobile Home Week. Tomorrow, we will be back. Same place, same time, 12 p.m. with a new fresh topic about wholesaling mobile homes. Don't forget to register for Saturday School. Go to homegirlswholesale.com and secure your spot because there are only limited seats so that I can have attention um, and focus dedicated to a certain number amount of people because I'm helping you close your first deal. So there are only a certain amount of spots. So go secure your spot, homegirlswholesale.com. I'll see y'all tomorrow at 12 p.m. on IG Live for day three of Mobile Home Week. And always remember, with exposure, execution, and consistency, there is absolutely nothing you can't do. See y'all tomorrow.